0: Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. Listen, if we make a mistake, God can forgive us. When we make a choice in our life and we turn the wrong way, God can help us get back on the right course. So today, as you heard from the teenager that read to you the scripture, from Daniel chapter two, verse number six, but if you tell me the dream and explain it, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. So tell me the dream and interpret for me. Now I know that this this portion of scripture comes from a king That is speaking to all the people in his kingdom to say look somebody take care of this dream for me I've had this dream And I need somebody to handle it And this king was willing to say hey, I'm going to give you some rewards if you do that But I want to talk to you today about a god that wants to give you some incredible things in your life You see men can say a lot of things Women can say a lot of things But God can give us the final word. So today I want you to understand that connect with purpose is not just something we thought of to do for a month. But I believe that it's for each of us to have purposes in our lives. Because someday each of us are going to stand before God and give an account of our lives. And I want you to give a good account. So... I want to give you the definition of purpose, the reason for which something is done or created, or for which something exists, a person's sense of resolve or determination. Genesis chapter 37 is my Bible story for today. It's the story of Joseph having a dream. So I'm going to read that to you. It starts in chapter 37 at verse number 5. Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream. One wasn't enough. He had to have another one. And he told it to his brothers. Let me tell you something, friends. Sometimes we shouldn't tell everything we know. Sometimes there's a time to keep the mouth closed. And sometimes there's a time to do something. So he had another dream. Listen, he said, I had another dream. I'm sure his brothers were saying, we're going to get you. And this time, the sun and the moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. Wow. You know, when you think about that, just that. The sun and the moon and the stars are bowing down. Think, wow, those are some crazy dreams. Do you realize this boy was 17 years of age when he was having those dreams? Seventeen. Now, most of us older adults in the room would say, that kid was crazy. There must have been something wrong with him to dream something like that. There's no way that could have been from God. And most of us in this room as adults would have said, old kid, be quiet. You don't know what you're talking about. But he had a dream, and the Bible will teach us That this dream, not only the first dream, but the second dream came from God. You will know if it's from God. I'm going to say that again. You will know if it's from God. So I've got one point today. There will be a month of sermons on the subject of dream. Today, my point number one is dream big. Too many people dream little. God has great plans for your life. Now, I realize that in this room today, I have people that slept on the street last night. I realize in this room right now, or listening to me, there are people that don't have enough money for food for today's lunch. I understand that. And I have people in this room that are going through great financial difficulties because of bad choices. And because of situations that have happened in their lives. All I can tell you is, my friend... God holds each of us in the palm of his hand. And he has the ability to help us if we will call on him to help us. And I encourage you today, with everything that's within me, don't try to live your dreams out by yourself. Let your God dream be God dreams and know that if God is helping you to dream, he will help fulfill the dreams in each of your lives. So I entreat you today, dream big. If you read this entire story, it starts in Genesis 37 as I introduced it to you today. It goes and through Genesis chapter 42. This week and this month, you can read that, those chapters and you can have some little bit of information. Because I want you to know, when you talk about purpose, it would be really easy for Joseph, as soon as he said this dream, to say, I'm in trouble. There is no way I should have told my brothers Maybe my little brother, but my big brothers, I should have told my little brother, but I was crazy to tell my big brothers because they got mad. I will tell you that as you start to begin to express your dreams to others, there will be people in your life that say, no. There will be people in your life that say, you are crazy. There will be people in your life that say, you cannot do that. There will be naysayers. There will be a deterrence in your life. And sometimes I have found out that even could be family members. Sometimes friends that you think, I'll share it with my friend. And the friend looks at you and say, you have lost it. Something must be wrong with you. Now, when you look at this dream, you could say, man, are you kidding me? Here's a 17-year-old boy saying that these sheaves are going to bow down. And when you think about it in the natural sense, you were really saying what these big brothers said back. You mean someday we're going to bow down to you? You're going to be in charge of our lives? You're the little brother. You're not the big brother. You're not the firstborn. You're almost the lastborn. Sometimes we dictate to ourselves because of our birth order or because of our situation of where we have come from who our parents were or what has happened in our lives that is going to be the outcome in our lives. I want to declare to you today, that is not the truth. God holds you by the palm of his hand and he's willing to take each of you to greatness. He's willing to take care of your needs. He's willing to provide for you. He's willing to get you to heaven. Listen to me, church, today. Too many people have gotten derailed in their life because it's too big. When I told people in America that I was coming to Rome to tell a million people about Jesus, some of my friends looked at me and said, you have lost it. How is that going to be possible? You're just one person. And I would preach it in my churches that I would go and preach in. I serve a big God who is big enough to lead a million people to Jesus. And I'm going to choose to open my mouth and tell the world there is a God and he loves each of us and he has a plan for their life. So God sends me to Rome. I'm saying, wow. Some of my friends now, after they've seen all these people getting saved, have said, well, now, maybe Pasquale's not really crazy. Now he's got the technology to go all over the world. Some of my naysayers are now coming to say, we are with you now. We are for you now. What else can we do to help you now? Listen, my friend, when you start dreaming the dreams, big things can happen in your life. When you stop dreaming, nothing can happen. Hear it. When you give up on your dream, it will go away. Joseph had a dream. Today, parents in the room that allowed your children to go through this process for their first communion. As your pastor, I'm applauding you. All parents in this room today, I'm saying to each of you, speak truth into your children's life. Believe in them. Push them. Propel them to greatness. Greatness. You, as a parent, have the biggest influence on your children. For the grandparents in this room, you have a big influence on your grandchildren. Propel them, push them, encourage them to great things. In their lives. Because if God is for us. Who in the world can be against us? If God has given us this dream. How can we not go along with what God is saying to us? My friend, dream. Dream big. If it's too small, you probably made it up. If it's way out of your league or way out of what you think you could potentially do, it has to be from God. See, I always look to God and say, hey, God, you gave me the dream. You put that million souls in my heart. I didn't make that up. God always says, I've got this. Do you hear what I said? I got this. I'm encouraging you today to dream. I'm encouraging you to say to God, help me dream. I'm encouraging you to say to God, when I dream, I know that you're going to be with me. See, we can be encouragers of each other, not discouragers. I'm talking about parents. I'm talking about friends. I'm talking about colleagues. When someone entrusts you with their dream and they tell you, I think God is telling me to do something, be an encourager, not a discourager. Speak positive to their life. Speak uplifting words saying God is going to help you and I believe in you because you can do this. See, my friend, we're not doing it by ourselves. We are doing with the God that created us. He lives in our heart. He lives in our lives. And if God is going to help us, then God can fulfill the dreams in our lives. Hear me, church, today. Hear me. I want great things for each of your lives. You may have had a terrible last 20 years of your life. God is ready to turn that around. You may have not known which way to go. God is ready to turn that around. You may have made a whole bunch of mistakes. Because I found in life one mistake leads to another mistake. When I asked you a moment ago how many had made some mistakes, almost everyone raised their hand. There was a couple bullheads in the room. You didn't completely understand the translation, maybe. I know this technology is working. We're still trying to figure it all out. But I know they're hearing the word of the Lord. The reason you say, Pastor, why did you stop using the translator that's standing here? I'm a pastor to all nations, not just to one. Hear me. Everyone that comes through these doors should be allowed to hear the word of the God in whatever language they speak. And if we got to buy more translation systems, we'll buy more. God's going to send us the translators that we can translate in whatever language there is on the planet. God is for us. He put this in my heart for a reason. I didn't just make this up. We got to reach everybody. So I want you to know that as we dream our dreams, there will be purposes of each of our lives. There will be positive speech. There will be negative speech. There will be some mistakes. Because sometimes some of us get a little bit ahead of God. And his timing. There should have been an amen on everybody's mouth on, on that one because sometimes we think we know what we're supposed to do next and we go ahead and do it and God said, I told you to wait. Yes. Well, God, I know. I've been serving you all these years. I know what I should do next. No, 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 no. That translated. <laughs> Hear me. When God speaks and he's given you the dream, No one should be able to stop you. No one. And when you decide to get ahead of God, you're going to stop yourself. Don't stop yourself. Stay with God. Go with God. So you look at this guy's story. 17 years of age. For saying these words that he had these two dreams. Joseph was thrown into a pit and left for dead. And because the brothers got a little bit sad that they may have done something bad, they decided we're going to sell the brother. So they sold him into slavery. Huh. Then he because of the slavery became an attendant in Pharaoh's house after a while in Pharaoh's house Pharaoh's wife decided to seduce him he's living out God's dream and knucklehead Pharaoh's wife is going to get in the way here's this young man it would have been easy to say I'm going to take a little detour and I'm going to mess up for just a little while. It would have cost him. His family. Listen, I know my audience. I know what I'm saying. And I hope you're listening. No one should take any detours. Detours. To think that if I go have an affair or I go do this or I go do that, that's going to help me in the end. You made a commitment to your wife or your husband to honor a vow. You honor it for the rest of your life. Listen, my friend. God loves you. I love you. But I want to make sure you're not making mistakes. Joseph said, No, 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 we're not doing that. I'm gonna stand up. Matter of fact, I'm gonna run away from this. Maybe sometimes we gotta run. Say, I'm not a fast runner. Go ahead and put up them feet and put them down and get out of the house. And then she lied about him. And he was thrown into prison. He's back in there again. He went from a pit to a palace to a prison man what a life this kid's having and you say my life's bad okay from a pit to a palace (laughs) even though he was a slave he was living good and then some woman got in his way and he ends up in the prison that ain't good there's nothing good about that. Matter of fact, some people in the prison betrayed him. And this guy's story is messed up. His friends betray him. People that promise one thing give up on him. They try to fend for themselves. <laughs> but he continued to dream. I bet while he's laying there in that prison, I would bet one night he's saying, God, you told me this. that someday this was going to happen. It don't look like it's happening right now, God. But he kept doing what God had told him to do. He kept living a holy life. He kept doing the things he was supposed to be doing. He kept honoring God. And all along his journey, God kept working it out. And he went from the prison back to the palace. See, God gave him a place back in Pharaoh's house and in charge because there was going to be a famine, so Pharaoh puts him in charge of the food. Now do you think Pharaoh put him in charge of the food? No, God put him in charge of the food. Because the dream said that in a number of years, seven years to be exact, there's going to be this famine. And this nation is going to be in trouble. And God gave Joseph the plan to say we're going to store up The treasures... We're going to store up the food... Mm, If you'll get this thing... We're going to store up the promises... It's the word of God... That will not return void... If He says He heals... He heals... It's the promise of God... If He says He forgives... He forgives... It's the promise of God... If He says He'll save your household... He'll save your household... It's the promise of God... So you store up these treasures... You store up these promises... And watch this someday it's going to come to pass. It will come to pass. And seven years later, the famine was happening. And they had plenty of food. The end of his dream, the end of his story, if you read all those chapters, Joseph gets to save his father. Joseph gets to save his brothers. Joseph gets to save a nation. Because of a 17-year-old dream. At a 17 years of age, God gives him a dream. My friend, today I want you to know the purpose, the definition of purpose, the reason for which something is done or created I believe we were created to bring honor and glory to God. I believe that in every facet of our life, every age of our life, we're to bring honor and glory to God. And do not let the distractions of this world, though it may be man or woman or people or business or finance, do not let them distract you from fulfilling what God has intended for your life, for your family. Keep believing. Keep Trusting, keep moving ahead. Keep advancing, because God is going to help fulfill the promises that He has given to us. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Don't give up. Listen to my friend, make up your mind. Don't waver. Accept the dream God is giving to you, and go ahead and advance. Advance. Say, Pastor, I've been in this spot for a long time. (laughs) Joy is coming. Peace is coming. The morning's coming. Hear me, my friend. There may be trouble today. But be of good cheer. God has already taken care of the trouble before you. Take another step towards God. Take another step toward the dream of God. Go ahead and move. God is going to be with you. Take his hand. Joseph could have gone any direction in this whole story. Said God has abandoned me. But he kept the faith. He determined in his heart. That he was going to honor the Lord. That those dreams were not mistakes. They were God-given dreams. Listen to me, friend, today. God has you in this city for this moment, for this season, for a reason. It may be because of a position. It may be because of a job. It may be because you've lived here all your life. But you're here for a reason. Take advantage of your reason for being. God has a plan for your life and you are to be, bring honor and glory to Him. Let your dreams be fulfilled. Dream big because God is big. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. And today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm gonna stop doing, because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and He has a plan for your life. Bless you.